Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Did we just become best friends? Yup! Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup! I like you. Do you like me? I do like you. You are my friend. You're a nice young man, and I am your friend. Shut up, Pete. I got friends now. I don't need you anymore. Friend requests. The friend request? Why you this at my friend request, bro? But you don't want to be my friend. <laughs> I better not eat popcorn into the microphone you can people like it i get a lot of messages people are enjoying the popcorn eating really except for one guest who i will not name because the mics are hot (laughs) who doesn't like popcorn no one guest ate grossly like the way he was eating (laughs) was gross you just i just saw a wave of um wow consciousness come over your face like yeah yeah yeah. like oh no how am i (laughs) yeah (laughs) um all right let's start the pod well, I'll tell you right now. Tell me. Not enough people eat with their fucking mouths closed. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bad start to the podcast? <laughs> no, it's, it's good. I like it. <laughs> Man, I sit with my son every day. All I just say to him, eat with your mouth closed. If that's the only thing yeah. that he's learned in this world. If that's all he learns from you. Mm, dad and, and granddad's crazy. <laughs> They're the two big things. Eat with your mouth closed. Granddad's crazy. It's good to have someone to indoctrinate. Mm. It uh. <laughs> it's like having your own little cult member, a, a child. Yeah, you know, of course. You can just you can tell them whatever, make them believe whatever, <laughs> and then one day they end up on the open mic circuit. Oh no! How would you feel if your son started comedy? It's a very good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. Um. I think, I mean, it'd be crazy if I wasn't supportive <laughs> after my parents just like, I remember telling my mum and she was like, but you're not funny. Oh my God. <laughs> I've had my that. My parents weren't supportive at all. Oh God. When did they start being supportive? Probably about 20 years in. <laughs> like just recently, this month. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, welcome to the friend request. I'm your host, Chloe Madron, and today I'm joined by... 
the wonderful, very funny. Thank you. Superstar himself, Damien Power. Thanks for coming. I hate this bit. You hate this bit? Yeah. Well, it's over. It's over. It's done. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is so like casual and then you like you have like an intro like you're, you know, about to do a set or something. I know. I didn't need to do it either. I could have just edited it in, but But I wanted to make you you uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i appreciate that you do need to hold the mic a little bit closer i'm so sorry Sorry. i turned it up a bit for you you know me i've always had bad mic tech (laughs) famously Mm. (laughs) people talk about it actually a lot. yeah yeah will you hold the fucking mic to his face or what um i think that i want to try a new thing where we do plugs first because people are listening at the start uh Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. damien's in town because he's just put out a fantastic freaking web series. Do you want to tell the listeners a bit about it before we get Yes, I would in? love to. Do you look down the barrel to your listeners? I do sometimes. I think that's Most nice. Most of them are video. <laughs> 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 Most people watch on the video. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like cool. to. I like to talk to them. Well, you came to the screening of my web series. I sure did. And... Um, it's strange to be enthusiastic about a web series, but we shot it like a <laughs> like a TV show. We've got a proper cinematographer and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But anyway, I don't think people are going to tune in for the cinematography. But um, what can I say? It's very funny. It it's is. on Auntie Donna's production company, their channel called Grouse House on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's amongst a lot of other really sort of, alter- should we say alternative kind of weirder yeah. comedy? I guess yeah. it's in that kind of ballpark. Yeah. It's got a lot of our friends in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky Lucas, uh, Sam Campbell, Aaron Gox mm-hmm. is my co-star in it. Um, Henry Stone, Cameron James, Mel Buttle, who's shot to fame recently. Because <laughs> um, of the web series. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, um, yeah, it's really funny and it's just free on, on YouTube. Tell them what it's called. It's called Expanded Minds <laughs> Only, um, which I guess, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's hard to ex- describe. I guess it's like a kind of like a parody hmm. of uh, wellness, conspiracy, alien, sciencey, that kind of web cable, yeah. history channel-ish yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> but then it just becomes deranged and violent and crazy and it's fantastic (laughs) i highly recommend the screening was a pleasure it was so much fun um and i've been re-watching it as it comes out there you go that's how good it it is yeah yeah, exactly crazy not to watch it be crazy can Mm -hmm. i ask um the character and the overall like themes of it this like wellness stuff did you kind of stumble upon that because as far as i know you've you've been pretty into wellness things or learning more Mm. about how to like better yourself physically and mentally yeah well i do don't i'm afraid of death (laughs) is that what it is um, (laughs) i uh, don't like the idea of getting older okay so i don't know i think it's like a that sucks because you're gonna do it i know i'm gonna get older man (laughs) and die this ai and all this kind of shit like we'll have pods or whatever so true i actually firmly um have never like i'm I'm not afraid of death but i also have complete delusions of grandeur that i like i don't you're gonna live forever yeah and i've always thought that since i was a tiny child i figured i will go to the future Mm -hmm. um and i will have my mind uploaded to the internet or something and if no one else is going to do it that it's my plan to do it Mm -hmm. or at least like maybe build a spaceship that's a giant computer that can put out all of our brains into that (laughs) and then you got to chuck it away far from the sun because computers get hot right that's the plan at the moment. brain in a capsule of some sort 
preserved in a floating spaceship? No, I want it to. F- I want the consciousness in the internet or an internet. So style you mean thing. like there's no physicality anymore? It's just a downloaded yeah. your personality in a spaceship yeah. and with other people you know. Yeah, but like enough people to make it a civilization because otherwise we'll kill each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so heaps of people. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, uh-huh. no, well, that all makes sense. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the series really does explore that, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like... Life is short, mm. but it's also feels pretty fucking long at this yeah. point as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about the living forever thing, you know. That's a good point. I think yeah. um, check in with me when I'm, mm. you know, not a tiny little baby when I'm older yeah. and I've lived a little while longer. Yeah. Maybe I'll be yeah. tired by then. Yeah. Yeah. You Who get knows? tired. Take it from a 41-year-old. <laughs> not that that's old, but it's older than, you know, it's like the next... Thing from where you are yeah and um <laughs> i'm not gonna say things get better but you uh, you care less <laughs> that's 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 something that's yeah good. you care less and less i think as mm. every year goes on because things that used to bother you um uh happen over and over and over and over and over again <laughs> you realize over, they don't matter and you're just like oh that guy was okay <laughs> you know what i mean that's good um okay so <laughs> This is a friendship podcast. Right. And I want to get right into a bunch of stuff. Let's Mm go all the way back to the start. Mm -hmm. What were you like as a kid? Wow. Okay. Tell me. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) It's going to get deep. Yeah, Um, it can. I almost cried on the last Really? Is it? It was with my sister. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, that's sweet. I could cry with you. Okay, well. I have bipolar. I can cry (laughs) anytime. You could be crying when it's going well. Um uh what was it like as a kid well i was the youngest of four brothers mm-hmm. um so i think that it was Oof. a huge factor in like what i was wife was like because it you know we we were in toowoomba four boys very competitive um very physical mm-hmm. like footy cricket very big into sport Ooh, yep. i was big into cricket big into footy and just lots of bullying lots of fighting oh, yeah just siblings and just <laughs> crazy you know crazy shit really yeah. yeah yeah i'm being the youngest as well like i'm the youngest you're but the youngest yeah how many siblings do you have again oh you heaps. have a bunch of, i have yeah. heaps uh, but you've got like, a big extended sort of yeah network. i've got biologically i was the youngest and at mom's house i was always the youngest and then i have a younger sister but she is technically my stepsister right so That's kind right, of yeah experienced both like at dad's i had a younger sister but she acted like an older sister anyway so i was still the weird little one that was kind of the butt of the jokes and whatnot the one (laughs) getting the rocks thrown at you know right yeah yeah. (laughs) it sounds like we had a similar victimized um, (laughs) and we haven't let go of it (laughs) yeah yeah no that's right that's why we're still doing stand-up and stuff that's why i'm in a cubby (laughs) at 41 yeah yeah with a bowl of popcorn and so on um yeah so i think that the yeah i think maybe similar like mm. lots of um but that's what siblings do mm-hmm. right i mean it's yeah not that totally crazy. but i think with with the youngest of four boys it was particularly um heightened or whatever or pretty intense yeah and my dad was a very intense dude yeah so um very intense dude and so i guess it was a, a very um um intense and tension kind of 
masculine environment. Yeah. My, my dad was a wanted. My dad was running like three or four small businesses mm-hmm. at once, um, and uh, and wanted to be a racing car driver. Yeah, okay. my dad. Yeah, right. He wanted to be a racing car driver. So on the weekends, he'd be working on the car, mm-hmm. um, and uh, his temper was just. He just had nothing left. Oh, God. So you just hear like him and my brother, Will, who went on to race cars. Yeah. Like he sort of, he's like the one that isn't the black sheep in the family. Yeah. Like <laughs> dad just wanted us all in motorsport. Yeah. And my mum sort of had to fight for us not to be in it because my brother, Nick, was in motorsport. Yeah, he was right. a great driver. I didn't know but he that. went on to be a dancer. Ooh. Um, and yeah, and I did comedy and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, but um, they'd be working on the car downstairs you just hear them like fucking why'd you put that screw where the fuck did you put it will you fucking dropped it didn't you and they'd just be fucking they'd fight and they'd like roll up the stairs into the lounge room i remember one time they were punching each other dad and will and then will fell back onto the couch and will was like we got to stop or we're gonna end up killing each other and dad was like yeah and then Will went whack and punched oh my him god in the head. <laughs> so it's like a cartoon yeah jesus it was really like that yeah oh my god um Dad's temper was a huge part of it. Yeah, did that did, did that make you kind of shy as a kid? Oh, shy, yeah, yeah. Or, well, I, I made a lot of friends. I had yeah. a lot of good friends that I'm still friends with today from wow. primary school and stuff. Um, that we went on to high school and then mm-hmm. you know you try your best to keep in touch, but we're still friends. And that's um, cool. Uh, but I remember my, a really good mate of mine, Kai, who I'm still really good friends with. We met in grade three. Mm-hmm. And um, we would do sketches, <laughs> but we didn't know that was sketches, of course. Yeah. So we didn't know what comedy was. We yeah. just would do impressions and, um, uh, like, I guess, kind of mimicking like fast forward or something like that. Mm-hmm. Remember fast forward mm-hmm. or maybe before your time, but no, like you know, know the it. idea of it yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm just remembering as we talk about it, but yeah, like. I used to get up in front of the class and I fucking loved it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I guess I can't have been too shy. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Um, so it was easy to make friends. You were the, the classic class clown. I was fully the class of clown. Of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's fully great. the class clown. So I guess it came out that way. Mm. Did it make... Um, um, oh, words. Sorry. Did it make... High school easier and everything else. Yeah, being the funny guy, I think, yeah. is, is good in high school. Yeah. Um, Much I better than being a crazy of, girl. Yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that what it was like for you? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Little That's bit. so funny. Little bit. Was high school good for you or bad? Um, Mixed. Very sexual. And I think that that... Really? Yeah, I think that... Um, Lots of boys and stuff. And girls, girls as well. everyone, mm-hmm. anyone. I was, I think that, like I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I think it definitely hindered my um, ability to have lasting friendships. Right. I, I have some. Sexualized. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, people that were just kind of in the vicinity of me. And you know, it's everyone. Everyone's horny, but I was real horny. <laughs> Everybody's horny. <laughs> I think Everybody's that's something horny. we can all. Everyone's too horny, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hor- horrific. Uh, it's like a disease, eh? Sometimes you just it like, is. fucking just... <laughs> I Greg feel... Sullivan, you know Greg Sullivan, who's yeah. a great, great comic and a good guy too. And he said that taking antidepressants because it lowered his libido mm. was like mm-hmm. a jackhammer just stopping in his head. That sounds nice. Yeah. Because wow. every human's like that. It drives, you know... 
I mean, I guess it drives. Who knows how much of our behavior it drives? I, I think I I would guess a lot of it, most yeah. of it even. Um, feel free to put your shoes on the thing. I wash it. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Because I felt like cross your legs, get comfy, do whatever the hell you want. Because I've got Wear a bad a flower crown. Got a bad back at yeah. my age. I need to stop bringing old men onto this podcast. Yeah, stop bringing old men with <laughs> fucked up backs. I've got I'm going to get sued. <laughs> um, 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 yeah, no, I. Uh, I do think like being in a relationship now and in a relationship that like, you know, we're, we're going to get married. We're mm-hmm. Very so, serious. Yeah, we're so good. And it is um, so nice. Just that whole part of my brain. Not that it's, I haven't gotten rid of that part of my personality or anything, but it's it's nice to have that part of my brain kind of like checked off. Yeah. Like, you feel I can like focus more. Because it's a, like a, a deep relationship and you've been together. How long have you been together? Only like a years. couple of years. But Only still, two years, it's but like, yeah. you know, a couple of years. Is, yeah. It's just is, good too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that satiates that kind of wanting to get out, meet people yeah. and do all that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. That must be calming. It is. <laughs> it really is. I have uh, never been so productive. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so I great. feel the same way about being single. Yeah. Like I've kind of not been pursuing relationships and um, whew, I tell you what, there's nothing else to do. So you may as well just, yeah. just do work. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I can understand that if you're like genuinely single and not pursuing things. But yeah. anytime I've been single, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just do other things that are super distracting and like. So good on you. That's good. Yeah. Well, they're sort of similar, I guess, is if you're in a serious relationship like you are, then you're not running around. Like people get in that state where they're like, and I've been that in the past, where you're like running around trying to meet people, Mm -hmm. hook up with people. You're Mm -hmm. just like, ah, like this. But when you, if you're single and you're not doing that and like not on the apps and any of that, or if you're in a long-term relationship and you're like settled, then you do have a lot of time. Yes. There's a lot of time in the day. <laughs> and my so son's like time. 13 now, so it's not like... <laughs> not as hands-on. Yeah, he's like a dude now with computer yeah. games and friends. and That's crazy. Yeah, What's... so he's like, um, you know, like, I'm not the deal anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mum and dad aren't the deal. It's That's like, nice. Mm. Bit of pressure's off. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, those early years are the best. Yeah, because they're like, cute? Yeah, and, the, you know, they're just you know you're just their world and you're showing them the world and you're watching them see it like, so it's it's it strokes your ego <laughs> yeah when i say it like that it does sound like that but um i'm his everything yeah it's all about me and then now it's not about me so <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go into state and do stand-up fuck this shit <laughs> i remember my son like just discovering pepper and just going fucking what just like whoa so you're having all these moments and you know they're super cuddly and it's just awesome yeah yeah but you know i you know it's still the same now that he's older but it's Mm. just um he's um you know engaged in his life Yes, As opposed to you being the carer or whatever yeah he's becoming his own like main person yeah. It's cool. What yeah. was it like? I mean, uh, watching him make friends and stuff from a young age. Oh, I mean, was any he good parent at it? will tell you this. Like, you're obviously just like, please make friends. Yeah. Please yeah. don't, you know, because I mean, you just would tug at your heartstrings so much yeah. to see him get rejected or anything like that. Oh. But um, Paddy's uh, uh, good, you know, he's yeah. good. He's a good kid. He's well adjusted. He didn't. 
um, grow up in a state of perpetual terror. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's um he's very he's 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 made a lot of friends yeah. and um um still friends with them now. I mean, obviously, you know, at thirteen, it's not a long time, but yeah. you know, from kindy to that's, primary school, to that's pretty decent. High school still hangs out with some of those original kids. Mm-hmm. Um. And he plays sport and mm. loves that team thing. He's it's really helpful. Sport. Yeah, I think yeah. it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think he's he's good. He's doing well at school and stuff. So I think he's um, he's good in that department. But I mean, you know, for a lot of parents, it's not that like that. No. So you're kind of lucky, like you know, like some parents are like we're having difficulties. Yeah. And God knows, you know, like you start blaming yourself and stuff. I mean. You, that's what parents do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I some do? parents, this generation maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our parents are just like, well, it's your fault. <laughs> you can deal with that in therapy years later. Yeah. Um, um, what was, uh, have you become friends with any of the parents of his friends? Is that always, uh, that always uh, intrigues me? Because it seems yeah. awkward. Like, I don't want kids. And that's one of the many, many things that I'm glad I don't have to deal with. Yeah, that's a great area mm-hmm. you're talking about. I've got some fair bit of material about it and stuff. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's especially with the men. Like, mm. a lot of my material revolves oh, yeah, around the awkward. Yeah, like, oh, Roger, Damien, it's good to... <laughs> <laughs> we're um we're hanging around or whatever because they you know because middle-aged men like the women seem to do it better but you know who knows what's really going on but they seem to get along better they have a greater sense of community and stuff and yeah you know, we're um, just no i think women are just taught from a very young age to be like likable and and polite and make conversation mm, and all of yeah, these awful this is what women tell me yeah <laughs> they're just like it's yeah. not what you think no absolutely not <laughs> um, be um, nice. We want everyone to like yeah. us. <laughs> well, we just stand around all closed off. Like, oh, did you get to put the fence up? Oh, yeah, that's that's up. fine. Because if you said anything mm. else, you'd be gay. So obviously. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And Roger, would you like to fuck later? Or, um, <laughs> we can fuck while our wives are watching Desperate Housewives. Or whatever. It's a good show. <laughs> it is a good show. Not that I've ever watched it, but it looks like I want to watch it, but I don't want to. It's anyway. Good stuff. Um. <laughs> Um, what was it you say? It's a great question. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about the friend parents thing? Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, I've made friends with parent parents. Yeah, like there's a core group because we had this lucky situation because you've been to my place at Ward Street mm-hmm. in Barton, mm-hmm. um, where there's like where I was living, and then the neighbors there, and then the neighbors there. And all the kids would play together. Mm. So they could all jump over the fence and they'd all land up at my place. So I'd end yeah. up sometimes with six kids and then they'd all fucking, you wouldn't know where they ended up by the end of the day. So, so great he had though. that kind of friend thing going on when Patty was growing up. So he was lucky. Yeah. Now that I think about it, like that's oh, totally. ideal. And, there were and you were lucky. Like that's just awesome. It's, yeah, it's such totally. a, it's the raised by a village kind of a thing. It's awesome. It was like that. And, you know, I became very close to their kids and yeah. I still see them today and stuff. And it's a bit funny now because because they're older now it's funny yeah because they're little kids and stuff and you know you'd be parenting them and stuff and you're quite close to them and yeah i saw saw a couple of them recently uh, patty was playing with them basketball or something mm. at noble and it's just funny now they're teenagers yeah because you know you're like hey hey ollie how you going how's your mom and stuff yeah good stupid anyway <laughs> You know, she's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's doing well. Like, I don't know. And they're all just sort of like, yeah, 
oh, teenagers are freaks. <laughs> yeah, like, but then, you know, I know them as these little, like, yeah, oh yeah God, exactly. Jesus, monster, you're monster, you're monster, you know, like this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the, the parents were, were, were cool and, um, and, uh, I uh, I don't see them much anymore, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because I'm not there anymore. And yeah, but um, they were cool, yeah. But it, it, the dad thing is is funny. It's 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 um it's awkward and it's it's generally speaking, not specifically the parents that were closer to, um, you know, my son and his closest mm. friends, those guys, the neighbors yeah. and stuff. But it 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 is a bit like you get thrown together. Yeah. To socialize. Yeah, exactly. And it's excruciating. Yeah. For parents, I yeah. think, you know, because basically the kid has a birthday party <laughs> any age under, you know, 10 or 11. Yeah. They have a birthday party and um, you just have to go and be there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they set it up. The parents like just like just drop them off and wheel and you're like, thank you. Yeah. And you just go. But oh. like a lot of the time it's like, yeah, come and they have snacks and stuff and you're just like. How long have you, the architecture businesses? <laughs> oh, it's good, yeah. Oh, jeez. So kind you're of thrown like, to socialise. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like what school was like, you know? You're mm. just kind of put there. You didn't choose to be with any of those people. Right, yeah. You're forced to be there purely because of geographical like, <laughs> distance. You know? Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's weird to have that again as an adult, though. Yeah. Then you've got all of your inbuilt insecurities <laughs> yeah. and like weird little yeah. fucking quirks that you've been developing over 30 or 40 years. Like, oh yeah. my God, what a fucking mess. Sorry, Roger. Sometimes <laughs> I like to scream um, at the top of my lungs and uh, it's just a living nightmare that I have. Um, if I, fuck! Sorry, you were saying um, you've got a new market employee using social media now instead of mail outs. <laughs> yeah fuck that <laughs> um okay so now I, I don't know feel free to tell me if you don't want to talk about this but how old were how old was your son when your baby mama and you split um i don't mind talking about this stuff just because it's um not uh not an unhappy story really yeah, um, that's nice. wasn't like a a um bad thing or anything it's just Mm. the way it planned out that it wasn't like a we weren't planning on sort of being together in a long time that kind of thing so um uh i thought it'd be best if we were going to go our separate ways as far as relationships and Mm -hmm. meeting people goes with my son was younger yeah of course i i mean i have had parental divorces at several ages because i have so many set parents and whatever and the ones my mum and dad i was three and Mm. i can confirm Mm. zero trauma zero trauma awesome relationships together now Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. i think the way better move is good yeah yeah i i I, that's exactly what the thinking was because um yeah just without getting into private details but that was just what we were going to do and yeah um yeah so i thought it best before my son knew any different Mm -hmm. and um yeah so i guess he would have been he certainly wouldn't have been older than five yeah okay yeah it would have been more like three or four yeah yeah and if if you guys were kind of like not planning that um extended relationship did you uh at 
it wasn't like a divorce or anything. Did you no, find? No, we married. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you find any like loss of friends? Was there any crossover? Not really. From growing um, together, yeah. Not really. I think um, my partner is from uh, Eastern Europe, yeah. and um, for her, Australia in general was, yeah. I think uh, she was um, finding her feet and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you had your uh, own as, worlds. Yeah, of. yeah. I think um, I, I I don't I don't think so. And plus, we were we, we've always gotten on pretty well. That's so nice. Yeah, so we were always pretty amicable, and you know, I certainly did everything I could to make her uh, life good. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. the mother of my child, so I always yeah. kind of viewed it like that. You know, yeah. it's just like she's connected to me and my son and mm-hmm. so she's yeah she's a special person in my life of course not that you would ever imagine me saying that um <laughs> you're gonna find this podcast and hear me say that but um so yeah so it uh it um it wasn't um um ugly or anything like that yeah i can't remember what your question was now i was just asking you you already answered it but i was asking if if you had any like loss of friends a loss of friends yeah no i think the mutual parents that we were just talking about were uh, obviously mature about it yeah um so yeah they uh, <laughs> I think that'd be be strange. I think and immature for them to be like, really? Because it's separating. Well, we're, we're, we're inviting Kate over for dinner, so that's right, Damien. Kate is coming over for dinner. Just the serious dad is that they're all builders. Like they're all builders. Yeah. You can't come over, and you certainly can't fuck me in the ass anymore. That's gonna have to stop now that you've broken up with. I liked it better when you had a partner. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's this has so to good. end. <laughs> It's just not exciting anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, okay, so this is something you spent, how old were you when you started comedy? Well, I guess, I guess technically I was, um, was, uh, was, uh, t- 22. Technically? Well, I guess it wasn't stand up. That's all I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I was, I'd studied IT mm-hmm. and then like thought I was going to be this IT guy and mm-hmm. had like a small business where we were developing software for this cabinet making factory. A crazy story. And uh, it doesn't sound crazy. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about the cabinet making software. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a business thing and it fell apart and yeah. that part of it was crazy. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I used to love doing the sketches and yeah. the people and the things and yeah. I was like good at that. 
So I went from this really intense, like, comet, uh, um, IT business, yeah. going to make a business, going to, you know, <laughs> to, like, going to acting classes oh. when I was, like, about 22. Okay. And then in that was improv and I was really good at the character stuff, which goes back to the, you know, the, um, the uh, primary school and the friend I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, so I started putting on a night. Um, at cool. that place under the William Jolly Bridge. Oh, yeah. Which has gone through many incarnations. Yeah. But there's a bar under the William Jolly Bridge in, in Brisbane mm. that's um, opposite the Milk Factory. Mm-hmm. It used to be called the Milk Factory, mm-hmm. I think, at one point. It used to yep. be called Pie High when um, – I'm pretty sure that was it, Pie High. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude who ran it was just crazy. And he was just dealing pot over the counter and was just smoking weed at the thing. Damn. West, West End was different then yeah. in Brisbane. West End then hadn't been gentrified at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah, wow. So there were no cool clubs, <laughs> no cool restaurants. And the big gentrified area there now, which is the ice cream factory, was just like artist residencies. Yeah, okay. So they had like this thing and, then, and we used to drink, you know, jump the barbed wire fence and drink on the roof of, the uh, Abso building, which was a furniture place, which is now a really fancy development yeah. of apartments and stuff like that. But yeah, we... we yeah, I've seen it lately. It is, it yeah, is really. Very and, nicely yeah, done up. Yeah, got a theatre there now. Oh and my all this God. Sort of shit. Gone are the days of doing acid and lying on the roof. Well, I still do that, but <laughs> security are like, you can't... <laughs> you can't make... People get mad now. Angels, you know, like like this on the, in the middle of the cafe. Um, <laughs> not on cement either. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly not bleeding snowing. and shit. You're like, fuck. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's certainly not snowing. Um, uh, yeah, so, so I started putting on the... Started doing these improv nights. Yeah. Where they, and they were doing, and see, I didn't realize how crazy this was because they were running improv nights and I was like, yeah, I'm good at the comedy thing. I do the improv at acting school. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll do the, this, these improv nights and they were just in really rough pubs. Yeah, right. Which now looking it's back insane. was fucking crazy. In Brisbane. Cra- in Brisbane. In, I imagine, what, the 50s? How old? <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1987. Can you imagine? Um, in God. 2000 and uh, probably five yeah four five fuck i mean improv ago. in brisbane now is still rough. oh my god but they have places Jesus, now Jesus, yeah so we'd have like i remember i was shitting bricks but we'd be in the boundary hotel um something else. anyway and we would and there was a pool table mm-hmm. and just people drinking mm-hmm. and we had <laughs> radio mics like a little justin timberlake mic. and it was just a free show <laughs> So we would just like yep. do an open mic, but improv. Yeah. Just in a Brisbane pub in the early 2000s. Fuck. And had no idea how fucking crazy that was. And, and we'd ask the crowd for offers and be like, well, you can't come into my b- morgue, Tim. <laughs> and, you know, all the bullshit improv scenes or whatever. That sounds so fun, but. <laughs> oh, looking back, it was just like, because I knew no different. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is what you do. Yeah. But now I look back, I'm like, fuck, oh man, God. that was actually crazy. Yeah. And a few of those guys were doing stand-up. Yep. A couple of them. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's crazy. You do stand-up? That's <laughs> fucking nuts. Were you a comedy fan at the time? Like like stand-up comedy fan? That's the thing. I mean, just like what you had at that time, mm-hmm. which was like Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. was big. YouTube hadn't happened yet. Mm. Right? Smartphones hadn't happened yet. It was so a crazy like, time. Comedy was like 
just the legendary yeah. specials that you'd seen. Yeah. Just no exposure at all, but like delirious and yeah. stuff like that. Occasionally that being able it. to stay up late enough to like what, catch something yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and that was what it was all about. And and so comedy and stand up was just like I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So they had like starry eyes when people said they were doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like Louis CK hadn't happened yet either. I think that was a big shift when he broke out on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was just, um, it was, it was just these pub comics and, uh, and there was no Melbourne International Comedy Festival or anything. No one was Mm -hmm. doing that in Brisbane. Yep. Nobody had ever, I mean, people had, but it wasn't like, nobody had a festival show or anything like that. And people weren't into comedy at at that time. And Brisbane didn't have its own comedy festival at that point either? No, God, no, 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 no. That was started by Josh Thomas. Oh, really? He came on the scene after me. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shit. So, when I started... Yeah, it was like, it wasn't a cool thing. Yeah. It wasn't a cool thing at all. <laughs> like, nobody was like, man, I want to be a comedian. It was just like this weird pub thing yep. you kind of did. Yep. And it was only when social media started happening, all these people started wanting to be comedians mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Because um, that world just didn't exist really in Australia or in Brisbane. Yeah. Maybe more so Melbourne. But like, I mean, in America it would have been different because you would course. have had all the institutions so much more of a history there right yeah but in queensland you know without the internet yeah (laughs) without like you know the internet as we know it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. jesus okay so Mm. when you started getting into it i i know some names of people that you started with but i imagine that would forge some pretty fierce friendships because you're kind (laughs) of there in the fire right yeah well more so uh, like what you would know as our generation. Yeah, okay. Like the older dudes I still have pretty pretty big respect for and certainly happy to see them when I, when I, when I run into them. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Steve Allison mm-hmm. and um, I don't know who else is still really around. So I'm Kat Davidson. Yep. These kind of people. Um, Stav, obviously. Um, of course. You know, it's just a different thing. But then came Josh Thomas. Matt O'Kine. Yep. Dave Eastgate came mm-hmm. back from doing street performing at Universal Studios in Japan. So he was just like, I remember watching him perform going, holy shit. He's still one of the best comedy performers in Australia, in my opinion. But yeah, he oh, was just wow. like some other level, man. Yeah. Because he was just doing street performing. Yeah. He'd just have a guitar and he he did comedy in multiple languages and stuff. Yeah. He's a freak, hell. Dave Eastgate. Yeah. I mean, and, and just seeing someone who's so good at just grabbing everyone's attention, oh, which is man. so necessary in Queensland so as well. It's crazy. Like crazy yeah, punk people. Yeah, it was just a different level. Fuck. I remember giving him a lift to a gig. We were just like the first time we'd hung out mm. this one we forged a friendship and i uh, gave him a lift to um some gig in the northern rivers mm-hmm. and it was a wedding and i was just like open mic open mic yeah like i was doing like five ten minutes yeah and uh it was a wedding and the two parties whatever that may be split by bride and groom whatever hated each other mm. oh, <laughs> so no. there was this pool and I'm just not involved, obviously. Yeah. I'm just giving him a lift. Yeah. There was a pool and then on one side is fucking this family that hate and then over the other side is this family and then there's all these kids. And Eastgate is 
doing this musical comedy mm-hmm. with his guitar. He's entertaining the kids. I remember him like running towards the kids while he's playing, then them, then them, then them, <laughs> then out, then down. And like just yeah. had this whole fucking outdoor thing around, you know, like just doing this thing. It was crazy. Like That's awesome. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> pff, yeah, it's just a set of skills that isn't really valuable to the world we live in. You know, because it's all like clips and videos yes. and your special yes. and your point of view. and Yeah. But he could fucking like, man, crazy. It's, I think that's such a cool skill though. It seems to be something that comes at especially previous generations out of Queensland because it's been just wrangling people in general is mm. half the battle at so many gigs or it has been. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There um, is an element of fighting. Yeah, Which you would exactly. have even experienced. Totally. Totally. Especially newer. when you exit the inner city area and gig yeah. anywhere else around yeah. Queensland. Um, I, I remember seeing that in, in, I mean, just in Melbourne earlier this year, there's the one open mic that everyone calls the Brisbane room or they call it oh, like yeah, a, really? the, the bear pit and all this sort of stuff. And I, I got there and I'm like, these people love comedy. They're here for comedy. They're just a little chatty and need to be like, you need to get their attention. Yes. And that's all it is. But so many people are like, Oh God, I couldn't get them. Yeah. They're like kids, but the learning that skill to just get everyone, yeah. hey, uh, like eyes up here, it's so helpful. It is. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because mm. it does seem to be something that doesn't really have value anymore because people mm. get in these nice clubs and they, yeah. they're they able to have their jokes heard and enthusiastically <laughs> engaged, right? Yeah. Which is cool. It's great. Um, <laughs> which is great. And, it's really um, nice. But I guess those rooms you have to fight. And you're right, they're in every state. Mm-hmm. Um, Queensland just has more of them more often. Yeah. I would say more. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Is just like, it's a small scene and you more often come across those gigs. <laughs> like yeah. quite often. Yeah. Whereas like it might be the same room mm-hmm. and it can be great one night, but you get that more. And whereas in other cities like Melbourne and Sydney, there's like way more cool gigs and you run across it less often mm. but you still have it like it's still have it. but i think when you're coming up in brisbane you have to really learn you really learn um to do those gigs <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know you what do. i mean like you, you have to do them yeah so you, exactly there's nowhere to hide kind of thing. yeah 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 oh, i love it um we're getting it into into t- our time here, and I have some oh, wow. sleepover games for us to play. But I, I do want to ask you, what? Bef- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do want to ask you um, quickly about your web series. Oh, great! Recently, yes, um, because I, I mean, it's not by any means the first on screen you've done a lot of on screen stuff before yeah i guess yeah yeah is this the first thing though where it's been with so many friends yeah well the difference is between this and like other group things mm. um the true patriots was cool with me and mm-hmm. ann Edmonds and greg larson yeah and um fancy boy it was yes. like a big movement that yep. started live and that was a whole generation of people that are still doing stuff today, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um, the difference is this is my thing. Mm. That's the difference. Because I, I craved that stuff because we, you know, throughout the time I'd done comedy outside of tradi- what I call, I guess, traditional stand-up, you know, guy telling, you know, stories with a mic, yeah. conversational yeah. or whatever. Um, that sort of crazy comedy that's really like out there. Yeah, I was like, well, if you're going to do it, you have to do it. You have to do it yourself kind of thing. Are so, you a control freak? 
Um, <laughs> when it comes to my thing, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, yeah. I completely relate to that. Yeah, I think if you're creating something, like you're totally allowed to be. I mean, yeah, you know, I try not to push that on to people. Yeah. But like it, you, you, people, like everyone I know that I respect and stuff really get like that. Yeah, Because totally. they have the thing in their head and you're making it and they're good. No, I told you not like that. <laughs> no, like this. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. okay, man, I fucking, because you, you know. Yeah. So so what was it like working with all of your friends or a bunch of your friends on your thing? Did did any friendships break up? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely good. not. Yeah, yeah. No, it was all good, really. I think like um, guys like, Becky Lucas, uh, Cameron James, Frankie McNair. They're professionals, I guess, as um, well. Sam, less so because I'm quite um, good friends with Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, a, that was a bit different. And Henry as well. They're guys that we sort of came out with in Brisbane mm-hmm. stuff. But those other guys are like people that I've been friends with. But um, living in Brisbane, it's been harder to of stay course. in touch. Yeah. And I always felt that's yeah. probably the only thing about being in Brisbane because I'm not there obviously for my son and um it's been great really uh being able to travel and like work up material um there but there's always these moments in the year where i'm like man i wish i was down there with all like all my friends are down here yeah everybody we know sort of down here in melbourne yeah so for those guys i think to do something with them was was actually really cool like i think that they had a by all accounts, had a good time. Yeah, the footage turned out really good. Yeah, and um, and I think it was like, yeah, we did something. Yeah, we finally did something together. How cool is that? Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's good for friendships. It was good for friendships. I, I could see that it would be difficult if we were creating it together. Yeah. As opposed to, hey, yeah. come up. I've got a little little bit of money. I can get you here. Yeah. Um, could you be in this? This is the thing you do and say, and the whole thing is built. You know, and they just turn up and yeah. That that's um not that that's I think great. That's awesome. That's actually yeah. very helpful. That's, I think those are some important factors like um money if you're getting uh and and probably also you know having known a lot of these people for a very long time helps. Yeah. But like say you're getting a bunch of new friends to come do a thing and then fuck them over or something that would be bad that would be a bad way to produce something that's right <laughs> yeah yeah you should definitely be upfront and honest about all that sort of thing. Oh my god, so but, true. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think if you're in a project together and you're creating it together and and you're working your ass off to make it, that that's tough. Yes, tough on a relationship. Yeah, you know, couples get into all sorts of business, creative, whatever. (sighs) Totally. And it's tough on, you know, Brody and I, the other filmmaker Mm -hmm. I did it with, who put all his money in and um, uh, put money in with me and yeah. um put all his time and energy and his skills and and uh into it as a director and an editor and stuff um uh, we definitely didn't have a falling out or anything but it, we we're like <laughs> spending mm-hmm. hours together you know yeah. laboring over the edit mm-hmm. hours and hours try that try that try this music cut that this, uh, this, uh, and on set and mm-hmm. like dealing with all the business because it's so self-produced it's yeah. just like this tiny thing so we're doing all the emails and all the <laughs> stuff and so that that that's like a way way more pressure yes thing yes but compared to stand up that the other stuff like doing it all together like mm-hmm. the stuff that you know the performers and the, the actual cast working together it's a good thing because yeah. we get to work as a team. Yeah, 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 exactly. As it seems so to nice. Individual. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. I, I used to do a lot of theatre um, 
uh, camps and stuff, singing yeah, camps and whatever exactly, as a kid. Yeah. And it was just the best vibe. I, I cried so much when they ended because I was yeah. like, those are my friends. We had the best time ever. Yeah, totally. The It'd performance so thing nice. bonds you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cute. Okay, perfect place to leave it. Um, Do you want to play some sleepover games with me? <laughs> what are the, uh, what, what the, are the sleepover games? We have Would You Rather, Would Fuck, you rather? Marry, Kill. Oh, wait. No, actually, I couldn't think of anything. And the only thing I could think of for that was three of your friends. So okay. <laughs> let's not do that one. Yeah, yeah. It might be uncomfortable. <laughs> um, just Would You Rather and Truth or Dare. Do you want to play? Okay, let's let's do it. Would You Rather. Okay. 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 I feel for some reason it makes me nervous because I'm like, I Why haven't played so kids nervous? games like this before. What do I... Oh. You have a son. I know, I know. It's true. <laughs> we never play games like this. But. <laughs> no, that's Now's fair. the time to do it. Now's the time. It's just... it's. I think it's my way of having... Um, uh, getting to know my guests better. Okay. Because this whole podcast is just a ploy for me to make everyone my friend. You know, right? Yeah. yeah, we're all trying to do that in life. Yeah, secretly. exactly. <laughs> I'm just very upfront about it. It's yeah. quite embarrassing. You made it professional, which I respect. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> okay, would you rather always be taken seriously by everyone, or have a minimum of 15 awkward social interactions a day? Oh my god. <laughs> um, I think I'd have to go with the awkward because yeah. if it was serious all the time, I would start getting paranoid. It'd be insane. Yeah, because be I'd crazy. start going like, "Whoa, like, what, what do you guys really think about me?" Because you're not having the, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? The, yeah, the totally. Weird. You'd you'd fundamentally change your personality. Would, yeah, that sounds yeah okay. All right, that's too easy. Sounds nightmarish. Oh, what did you say? Nightmarish. nightmarish yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, and 15 awkward social interactions is heaps of material. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, totally. That's great. Yeah. All right. Would you rather never be able to do a drop-in spot at a comedy show or always have to perform where you are put in the lineup originally? <laughs> <laughs> Does this feel like an attack? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, would I rather... Never be allowed to 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 do a drop in spot, mm -hmm. or I have to go where I'm told to go. Line up wise, so you can do drop ins whenever. You but, can do your spots whenever, but you can never be like, "Hey, can I go on um, <laughs> now?" Because I don't want to stay here till ten thirty. Fuck that shit. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'd have to choose. Um, I mean, I, I, you just you need the stage time, so I'd have to I'd have to be put where I'm put. Oh my god! Okay, which um, you wouldn't just consider um, being able to leave and and do your own thing and whatever, but just like book your spots ahead of time. No, <laughs> no, fuck them. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Too much work. <laughs> okay, all right, fair. I I respect it. <laughs> okay, last game. Truth or dare. Mm -hmm. Truth or dare? Truth or dare? Mm -hmm. Oh, right. You so truth. you say it first? Yeah. Okay. You, you choose truth or dare? Oh, my God. Um, all right. Go truth. Because I feel like a dare. Like, I'm like, what are you going to make me do? <laughs> I, hadn't, I have ideas. Mm -hmm. I've always got ideas. Um, okay. Truth. We're recording this on Are You Okay Day. So, Damien, truthfully, are you okay? 
<laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I've been asked this frequent, frequently for the last you know, 41 years. Um, <laughs> um, truthfully, yes. Fuck yeah. yeah. No, I think um, maybe the happiest I've been in on average. Because people, I think, talk about like happiness like... You know, it's it's not like like it's like, a constant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You ever been manic? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, can, I can't imagine, but like I hear stories um, of manic people, like Kanye West. Um, yeah, no. Uh, generally, I'm happier. Um, yeah. Generally, I'm enjoying my work more. Generally, I'm getting on with everyone in my life better. Friends, family. Generally. Generally in a better place. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. Fuck yeah. Ditto, honestly. Everyone who's sad is stupid. They're doing it wrong. We're (laughs) nailing it. That's (laughs) that's popular these days. Everyone who's sad is stupid. (laughs) Clip that into a clip and put that as a reel. Done. It's I like will. those fitness freaks that sometimes get on Twitter and go, "Depression isn't real." Um, if go for you, a walk. If you run like for half the day, then ice bath, and then <laughs> eat just chicken, and then sleep under the moon, you fucking won't be sad, bro. It's like not all of us have that time, man. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Um, speaking of time, we're out of time. This is it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Do you want to tell everyone where to find you and the show again? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, you can find me um, down the street. That's <laughs> 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 so dumb. Uh, um, got me. <laughs> if you look, oh, that's so dumb. Um, the series is on YouTube. Um, it's called Expanded Minds Only. And it's on a channel called Grouse House. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look up Auntie Donna, if you're a fan of them, they will be posting about it and have links to it as well. Um, and me, you just search my name and oh, I put on all my gigs. I'll be touring next year and we've cool. got a special coming out in October. Ooh. plugs. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... I love that. Um, I'll put the the link to your socials and also yeah. to the show in the show notes. Yep. Uh, you all know where to find me. Please Down do. Down the street. <laughs> Sorry, so dumb. I'm under I'm any d- pile of blankets, actually. <laughs> um, just take a peek and I'll be there. Uh, no, you, you guys know where to find me, but follow the pod on the friend request pod on Instagram. Send me an email, send me a message, do whatever, reach out. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.